information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by a story. The revolution is real. Yes, sir. It's real all day, every day, brother. But you got to remember, man, you can't have a revolution unless you do it in love. It's got to be with love, baby. Passion. Got to have it. Got to have it. Yeah, yeah, you got to have it. It's good stuff, man. How's your week been? It's been good, man. You know, uh, Sunday got off to a, a banging start, you know, just had a lot of student athletes and same thing yesterday and actually got a lot done. I wrote a little bit and uh, so it's been, you know, it's been, a, it's been a good week, you know, just grinding. And you're in the lab right now. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I got in here early today too because I actually worked with an athlete at 5.45 a.m. this morning. So, um, then I just came over to the lab, man. Ain't no need to go home, right? That's right. That's you, right. You know, I went home and uh, grabbed a quick bite and then got into the lab early. So, it's all good. That's good stuff. The shell bell there with you? Not yet, man. She'll probably roll in about 10 o'clock, 10 15, somewhere in there. You know how shell bell does it. Shell bell has to make an entrance. <laughs> right. That's right. She, she's on her time. Oh, yes, sir. Went in and out. Like, She's on her time all the time. So, <laughs> you know, I love it. She to say, I get there when I get there. I love it. <laughs> well, Coach, excited to be on with you again today. Um, and uh, I know you got something hot for us. Kind of a different word this week. You chose open. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, usually, you know, we, we, we mess around with words like discipline and, and focus and all those things. But to me, open, man, is, is, uh, Man, that's that's one of those next level words, uh, and, and it's a word that I think we don't give enough uh, thought to, uh, and take enough action uh, regarding that word. So uh, I thought I thought the timing of it was perfect. You know, it's, it's so uh, ironic. You know, we kind of lay these words out in advance, but uh, this one just fell right in the sweet spot. I think. Good timing, right? Yeah, time is everything too, right? Well, what I start to think about is the fact that you just can't control the future. You can't predict no. it. And, <laughs> and as no. much as you try to rein it in or, or no. force something, it never happens the way you want it to. Well, and again, I think that's what makes this word, uh, the timing of it so special, is because I think that most people think they are in control. Uh, and, and to me, being open means you have to, you know, look at all the possibilities because they show up when you least expect it. Um, and they might not look the way you think they should look, um, might not sound the way you think they should sound. Um, so I, so I think that's what makes this word so special is that, yeah, you control what you can control, but I think you have to be open to what the universe brings and every day. Think about it. There's new opportunities. There's new opportunities. There's also new obstacles. Um, and, and, and so every day, I think we have to be open uh, to what the day is going to bring. So you like to flip those obstacles, man. When you look at those things, they're not they're not the same way everybody else looks at them. 
No, you know what? And, 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 you know, we, we actually, it's so funny how it seems like every podcast kind of builds on the one before it and, and we don't plan it that way. It just kind of has, has worked out that way the last few weeks. But, you know, we talked about in the course of your day, there's going to be something that happens and you have to make this decision, right? You have to make a decision whether you're going to take the path, you know, of least resistance or, or are you going to take, a, a, you know, the less traveled path. And so for me, when an obstacle comes, it's an opportunity. It's one of those moments where you go, oh man, I get to see what I'm made of. I get to see if all the things that I've trained for, all the, uh, the work and the effort that I put in, I'm gonna get to see right now, does it work? You know, or, you know, we might have to go back to the lab. So, so to me, obstacles is just a way of, of saying, show me what you know, show me what you know. And, uh, and, and to me, it just starts with that attitude. You know, you got to have that attitude of, hey, wh whatever the obstacle is, I'm going through it. Show me what you know. Show me what you're working with. Well, I mean, think about that, right? So, so you know, when, 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 it's, when it's test time, all they're doing is saying, show me what you know, right? When you're in the heat of battle, all they're saying is, show me what you know. Show, show me what you have. And so, um, you know, everybody knows our slogan is every day is game day. That's why I really like that slogan it is because if every day you're putting it in uh, and you're playing like it is an actual game, when it's game time, it's easy to show what you know. And nine times out of 10, you're going to come out the way you want to come out. Uh, it plays right into possibilities and, and, you know, being open to each day being what you want it to be, Right. Right. Well, and again, right, and that starts with attitude. Um, you know, earlier in the podcast, we talked about, you know, feeling like you're in control. And I think the thing that you can control is when you wake up in the morning, you can decide that, hey, look, I'm going to be positive. And, and, and that in itself allows more opportunities and more possibilities to come your way. Um, I think when you, when you close off and you take the negative stance, I mean, the universe has given us stuff every single day. Um, and it's all in how you approach it uh, to what you're going to receive. I always say you're always being fed something, uh, but you got to decide what you're willing to eat. And so to me, being open is about, man, I'm going to eat up all these possibilities uh, because I don't really know how it's supposed to look and taste and feel sometimes. Uh, so I, I just want to be able to hear, as my mother would say, it doesn't cost anything to listen. Doesn't, doesn't cost you anything to listen. Um, so, so, you know, that's why I really love that word of just being open and listening. And, and I be, believe people tell you what they need. Um, I, I think they tell you, you know, ultimately what they really know. And then you can process and go from there. You know, the opposite of open is closed. So, or that, maybe it's not. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it is. That's what I learned in elementary school. Right? I understand. The, the opposite, I understand. You know, when, when they teach you Spanish. They, right. They, they teach you yeah. the, the open and the close. Like they're, they're going to teach you the opposite every time with the new language. So wax on, wax off. I got you. <laughs> so, but it, but is that is that a negative to be closed? I mean, um, you know, yeah, it doesn't cost you much, but it does cost you time. You've only got so much time, so you have to be, you got to listen, and you got to you got to put that energy towards somebody who maybe wasting your time. So how do you, how do you rec reconcile that? See what I think that's, that's the real key. I think you have to be initially, you have to be open to 
take on the information. And then you get to decide immediately whether this is going to waste my time or is this going to grow me as an individual. Uh, but if you come in closed, a lot of times you're getting information that can change your life for the better. You see what I'm saying? So, so I think you have to start open. Like it's a lot easier to start open and then be able to walk away than it is to start closed. If you start closed, right, people then say your attitude's bad. So now they're not going to feed you. You know, if I've came to you several times with some information and you've been closed and you didn't really want to hear it, I could have this great idea or I could have something going on that's really special. But, hey, I'm not going to approach you with it because you've proven that you're not that person. Whereas if, if, if you're open, at least, you know, I, I can come and, and say my piece to you and then you decide whether, you know, OK, it's something I want to pursue or not pursue. It's like being a great leader, right? You hear people all the time say, as a great leader, you have to have this open door policy. Well, the open door policy says that you have to allow people to come in and have their voices to be heard. Uh, if, if you look at it as every time someone comes in like, okay, they're going to waste my time, then I promise you, you're not going to be a great leader. You know, the object is, is to be able to take the information, process the information, and then decide what you're going to do with it. Uh, you've heard me say on many occasions that life is about the information you receive and what you choose to do with it in what time frame, because time plays a key role in that. I mean, sometimes we get great information, right? Uh, we process it. We know it's great, but we sit on it. And then by the time we get around to utilizing it for what it was meant for, we, we, we've lost that opportunity. We've lost that window of opportunity. You, you might, you, you might have your future closed on, uh, you know, without even putting in the effort, like you might actually lose something by not being open. Exactly. Exactly. Again, because, you know, I also believe that, 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 that each of us have gifts, right? And I think that when you're utilizing your gift for what it's supposed to be utilized for, it is serving someone and giving someone something that they need to, to further what it is they supposed to do in life. So if you're closed off, man, you may be, you know, missing out on that piece of information that not only helps you elevate to where you need to be, but it's the piece of information that you are going to use to elevate other people. That's why to me, being closed, man, everybody loses. Everybody loses. A um, lot easier to be open, take the information, decide, process it. Is it going to waste my time or not? That, that you know, as E.U. Nice would say, it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. I <laughs> love it. Uh, Coach, is there a difference between being open and being wide open? Um, oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I, I mean, to me, when I, when I hear wide open, I, I think gullible. You know, I, I, think, I think, okay, well, we, we can sell you anything. Um, and, and that's not what we want to utilize the word open for. What we want to utilize it for is, look, you know, we have an open mind and we're willing to, to sit and listen and be able to agree to disagree if it comes to that point, right? But when you're wide open, first of all, it means you're not even really paying attention. It means that they're just talking and you're just shaking your head, yeah, okay, and go with it. And, and they're really making the decision for you. Whereas when you're being open, you get to decide. You get to decide what you're gonna do with the information and when you're gonna do it. Um, so so I, I like the word open wide open that's not gonna cut it for me you know it, it ranks up there when I um yesterday I actually texted out a few 
few of my athletes and said that, you know, loyalty has an expiration date. And, and, and the reason that I text that to them is because sometimes you can be loyal to a fault. You, you set your goals, you've decided where you want to go, and then, but you're, you're steady hanging around people that's pulling you down. And we do that a lot in our families, right? Because we sit here lazy. and say, we get lazy. There's that la there's that word again. You just want people to do work. You just want to I mean. do work, coach. I mean, think about it. And get yeah, comfortable. Get real comfortable. So we just gonna stay loyal to this, even though we know that this thing's expired. This 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 thing has expired a long time ago. This is not where I need to be. But guess what? It's easy. It's easy. So it's a lot easier to just sit here and waste my time, right? Gather this information that I'm not gonna use, right? So now I'm wide open versus saying, hey, look, that's not for me, I gotta move on. I mean, uh, and, and to me, that's that's really what open is. Look, I'll, I'll sit and I'll talk to anyone, I'll, I'll listen. But once, you know, I see where you are, hey, and, that, and if that happens not to be jiving to where I'm at, look, man, I, I gotta keep it moving. Because I'm playing from behind right now. I have people to serve. And, uh, and so that's, that's my approach. Yeah, I read this quote this morning from uh, Eckhart Tolle. Um, and he said, um, when you complain, you make yourself into a victim. When you speak out, yes. you, when you, speak out you are in your power. Yes. So change the situation by taking action or by speaking out if necessary or possible. Leave the situation or accept it. All else is madness. Coach, you know what's so crazy about that, that quote that you just read? I mean, isn't he basically saying, you know, know your value so you have your voice? Because if you, if you don't know your value, then you're going to be silent. And, and, and silent is just complicity, right? It, it just simply says that I'm a doormat, and, you know, I'm just going to go with what you say. And, and so, you know, we fight every day to, to help people know their value. We fight every day to say, look, man, you better open your mouth because, you know, one of my favorite quotes is the world will kill you and say you liked it. You know, that, that's what happens when you lose your voice. Uh, so I love that quote. I mean, that, that is an awesome quote to me, brother. Yeah, and you talk often about great teams fight. You mentioned fighting and, and <sighs> talk to me a little bit about that because I think we were – uh, you know, we're pain resistant. We, we don't want conflict. Um, uh, some, sometimes we embrace it. Sometimes we fight for things, but, but, you know, maybe not put in the full effort to see progress happen. Well, you know, challenge, change, and conflict are the three C's that most people are, are just uncomfortable with. They don't like it. Uh, but when you're a part of a great team, a special team, I'm telling you right now, there, there, there's some pushback. There's fighting, there's adversity. And, and what it is, and, it, and it, what I call it is a competitive spirit. Because when you're on a team that's really set their goals and, and they're really going after their goals, they call each other out when people are taking plays off. They, they call each other out when, when, when you're not living up to the expectations of what you set. I mean, and, and if the team, if we said, this is where we're gonna go, right? and you're a part of the team, and this is your role and responsibility, and the role and responsibility on a great team is everybody does everything. Everybody does whatever it takes. And, and so in those moments where people aren't doing what they need to do, people call them out. You see it all the time, like just in the NBA finals, right? Um, you, you saw, you know, 
Jimmy Jimmy Butler like single-handedly won games, just totally carried, you know, the heat. And then the next game, you know, he's got to depend on other people. He spent, and so people are calling him out, going, you know, he needs help. He needs help. But that's what great teams do. Um, but I think most people think that there's always going to be this 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 harmony when you're winning, and it's not. You know, I, I think I think there's always this underlying turmoil to how we get better because um, what you what you realize when you are successful is it only lasts for a moment. So so if you're going to be a team that you know you 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 win one and you're just going to live off that one win, you're in trouble. Uh, so to continuously do it, you got to continuously push. You got to continuously fight. And, uh, and so that takes everybody on the team. That takes the coaches, the ball boys, or whoever. It takes the community. You should always be pushing each other to be better. Yeah, it's, I also think of the uh, election, obviously. You mentioned timing. Not that the timing of the person who will be elected is really what's critical. It's the people's engagement, right? The reaction to right. this time, time period and where we are uh, as, as humans. And and so many options. We have so many options, so many different distractions in our lives. But uh, the, this actually came to me in the shower this morning. I was like, you know, when it comes down to it, the decision to vote is really about one question. What kind of future do you want? What, which, which candidate or candidates yes. represent the future, the characteristics, the, the positive? It's, it's really easy to focus on the negative. Right. It's so easy to base your judgment on a, on a candidate on the negative, the fear-based side of things. But can you look at them and say, these are the positive things that I see in this person that right. represent the future. They, they're able to lead us into the future that I want. Well, it's so interesting that you said that, you know, for me, I, I actually did my early voting. And, and when I went in to vote, I wasn't voting for me. I was voting for my five grandkids. See, my kids are adults, so they get to do their own thing. But my five grandkids, I was actually voting for their future. And, and, and so you're absolutely right. That is the way that I look at it, right? At the end of the day, it's where are we going? How, how do you, when, when this thing gets to where it gets, how do you want it to look? And so that's the approach that I take, you know, and, and you've heard me say this, you know, when my kids were younger um, and, and, and it was time to vote and all those things, uh, I, I based it on would I want that person around my kid? <laughs> would I want that person telling my kid certain things? Uh, so for me, I've always been more of a kingdom thinker and the kingdom embraces everyone. Everyone. You know, my grandfather used to say, I get a, I get a little concerned uh, when I'm around a person and they're just too much one way. And what he was saying is when a person is not open, when they're not open to suggestions, when they're not open to, to conversation, uh, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. Like if you're not willing to even have the conversation, that's a problem. Uh, so, um, so I've had 57 years of, of being raised that way. And, uh, and so, again, that's why when I look at the word open, um, I always go back to, man, it doesn't cost anything to listen. It doesn't cost anything to listen. And, uh, and, and if we learn to listen well, um, then I think we would, we would treat people a lot better. But it costs time to listen, doesn't it? 
Yeah, well, it is. It is. But you know what? It, it's going to cost you even more time not to because there's going to be a lot of rework. See, I keep telling you, man, you know, as, old, as old country boy, you learn about that rework. And I would rather put it in on the front end than have to worry about it on the back end. So it's kind of like, again, uh, when, when you've been around me when I'm working with student athletes, hey, look, we warm up the same exact way every single time. So there's no rework. You know, if they're not with me and, and, and they're with their teams or they have an event that they have to do, they know exactly how to warm up. Uh, so I put things in process and, and, and processes in places to where, man, there's a foundation. And so we can constantly build on top of that. But if I got to keep reworking, nah. If we got to keep having the same conversation, nah, that's not going to work. That's not going to work for me. So it's a give and take. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's and, a give and take because, you know, yeah, it doesn't cost you anything to listen. It, it actually costs the other person more. It could, could potentially cost the other person. So if you're going to ask, invite that person in, into your space or you're going to come into their space, in other words, hey, I'm I'm here with you. There's a reason I'm here with you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this a mutually beneficial. There's gonna be a break even, right? In this instance, yeah. Well, I, I mean, and think about it. Anytime you're sharing your ideas, or you're sharing information with someone else, there's a risk, man. There's a huge risk, you know, because they may not be open to what you're bringing their way or they may tune you out. They may not even listen. So, I mean, I think any time that you are, are putting your voice out there, that's a risk. But I also think that's why so many people don't do it. I, I, I almost am starting to see this as you're actually, you're somewhat rolling the dice, but your potential for reward yes. is, is much greater oh. than your potential for harm, unless, unless you know that you're with somebody who's toxic. Right, right, right. But, but definitely, I mean, again, I think anytime you, you know that you, you use your voice and you're using your voice for good, the potential for growth far greater than, than not. You know, I, I can promise you this, the answer is always no if you don't ever ask. That's another one of EU Nice's sayings. The answer is always no if you don't ever ask. Um, so yes, it is a risk to be open. Yes, it is a risk to, to put your dreams out there and, and share with people what you want to do. But the greater risk is, is not ever getting the help that you need to succeed because no one wins alone. I mean, that's just an absolute fact. No one wins alone. Well, I feel like we need the, the head explosion emoji uh, for this for this podcast for I know for me maybe for some of our listeners this has been uh, eye-opening <laughs> yes 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 um, you know again you know I, I think successful people look at words differently um, I think they always try to find the positive side of a word uh, and see how they can fit it into their day uh, that pushes them forward um, so, so again, on our, on our podcast, that's what we're constantly doing. We're constantly, you know, taking these character, character words, like we like to call them. And we're, and we're saying, Hey, look at them from, from, from this perspective. Right. Um, I read a, I read a cute little story the other day, uh, on my word of the day. And it was talking about that there was this father and he was an alcoholic and he had two sons 
And, uh, and so the one son uh, ended up being an alcoholic and they asked him, they said, hey, uh, how did you become an alcoholic? He said, I watched my father. The other son uh, never touched a drop. You know, he never drank at all. And they said, man, how did you, you know, not drink? And he said, I watched my father. So again, it's all about perspective. And so I think when we do things the way we do things, I think it gives people a different perspective. And, 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 and I've told you, my goal is to always have people go, what if, you know, what if I push, you know, harder? Uh, what if I am, you know, uh, shout from the rooftops? Uh, what if I take those risks? I mean, because in the end, man, you, you don't get a do-over on any of this stuff. You know, you, you just don't. Yeah, I told you this morning, I, I went out for a sunrise paddle and got out into the middle of the ocean. I didn't want to do it, actually. It had been about a month. The water was a little chilly. Right. Um, it, it was <laughs> windy. Yeah. And so it was, it was one of those things where I was like, ah, I shouldn't. Uh, maybe I will. Okay. So I ended up doing it. I get out there. And man, I was just reminded of just endless possibilities. <laughs> I, I told you, man, that that's the, you know, when you and I've had this conversation, I told you the one thing I love about the beach is I love to, to run and work out on it and look out. And the only thing I see, man, when I look out is just possibilities, bro. That's all I see, man. It's like, wow, possibilities. Coach, uh, Every week we get to honor a student athlete in the game of life. And I wish we had K-Dog with the drums. I feel like we're going to start doing like, like a drum roll because, I mean, as this goes on and on, the suspense builds, the interest, the intrigue. But uh, Super Freak Nation is growing today. Who yes. is our Super Freak of the Week? Well, our Super Freak of the Week, you know, uh, love this segment, is I'm actually going to go with, with one of my dear friends who, um, when I think of the word open, um, it, it has to be Darren Burton. Uh, Bert, he lives in uh, Dirty Jersey, as I like to call it. He's in New Jersey. Uh, but I met him in 1991 in um, Helsinki, Finland. And... Um, and I, you know, I, I went over, I didn't know anything, man. I, I just basically packed a bag, got on, got on a plane and flew over and landed and say, here I am world. Right. And, uh, but I, but I ended up meeting Darren and I actually met him in a place called Torku. I landed in Helsinki, took a bus and, uh, and, and then I get to this place called uh, Torku, Finland and, and, and there's Bert. I meet him for the very first time. I was happy to see another American, right? He was a high jumper. And literally, man, he he had gone over the year before, so he kind of knew the deal. Man, and he just opened his arms. He just opened his arms and said, hey, you know, follow me. You know, we'll get to some meets. I can, you know, introduce you uh, to some meet directors. And and he really um, helped me uh, really do my thing on the international circuit. I mean, I always say without Bert, I'd probably still be stuck in Europe somewhere. Um, and we've been best of friends since, you know, I'm, I'm the, 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 the godfather to his daughter. Uh, I mean, he, he, he's a brother, but I'm telling you, just open from, from the, the first moment I met him. And, and, and he's that way. I mean, he's that guy. I've seen him do that with, with so many guys. And, and, uh, and so just from that initial meeting with him in 91, I've met other people through him who now we're, we're all best friends. I mean, we all 
still talk and communicate and have fun. And I think that's what it's all about. I mean, you know, he, you know, and, and plus he's a high jumper. I mean, he's not a sprinter. Um, I remember when I wrote my first book, I actually took a jab at the high jumpers and, and said, look, you know, you guys aren't real athletes. And, and, and in my book, I go, and I could do that because I'm writing the book. And so they kind of razzed me a little bit about that uh, because I ended up being friends with, with three of these guys and they're all high jumpers. But it all started with, with Darren. I mean, just uh, his openness and willingness to, um, you know, to be available, uh, to listen, to point me in the right direction. And, uh, and then ironically enough, you know, now, you know, I, I mentor and, 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 uh, and do things with him in New Jersey. So, um, so he, he's definitely a super freak of the week, hard worker. I always say Bert's the kind of guy, if you have a sister, that's who you wanted to marry. Uh, he's just, he's just a straight arrow, hardworking guy, uh, makes the right moves, going to do the right thing for the right reasons. Um, but, uh, he, he, he definitely showed me a lot of love and, uh, and, and continues to, to this day. So he's our super freak of the week. And he, he'll be jacked up about this. Trust me. Oh, he's going to be jacked up about this uh, when he finds out he's a super freak of the week. But he definitely deserves it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, congrats, DB, Darren Burton. Yes, sir. Burt's in the house. <laughs> hey, the boy had hops, though, man. He high jumped like seven, five and a half, seven, six, something like that. So he, he, he could leave the ground. <laughs> wow. Wow. Elevate. I mean, you yes. gotta be, you gotta be open. Those, those guys are a little bit like pole vaulters. I was a pole oh, vaulter. You yes. got to be a little crazy. To got to be like a, a little bit different. I mean, actually, I think Bert held the Penn State record. I don't know, 20, 20 years or something. I mean, uh, um, at the Penn relays. I mean, he he went pretty high one year. So, uh, but but a great guy, great guy, and uh, so that's our that's our super freak of the week. Sick, love it, Coach. What's our challenge this week? Hey, the challenge of the week is, and you know, I want you to really tune in and be open to all the things that come your way. I mean, when people are talking to you, I want you to really listen, not only listen, but hear. And then, and then you make the decision. You know, I always say, make, make, make a decision based on, you know, real education, meaning that I've listened, I've went through the information, I've processed it. Now I can decide whether I want to spend my time doing it or not. Uh, that's what I want you to do this week. I mean, you know, uh, be open to all the possibilities that the universe brings. And it starts with your attitude in the morning, you know, just wake up saying that you're going to be open, you know, don't, don't be closed off to the things that are happening uh, and uh, be willing to listen. Don't be too far one way. I'm telling you, um, you got to be willing to listen. I think a lot of people, I think we, we often have um, faith when it's easy, but when it gets yeah. hard, so you got to be willing to to put our faith into action. And I love this show because it really, to me, it's all about that. Well, you know, everybody can sell a boat when the seas are smooth. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody's a great captain. Um, and, and faith is real easy when things are, are going your way. But that's, you know, to me, that's that's canned faith. That's not real faith. I mean, I want you to do it when when it's all on the line, you know, when, when your back's against the wall and and you don't know how you're going to get out of it. And there's only one way to get out of it, man. And that's from above. That's real faith. Coach, appreciate you. This is a great show. Grateful for you and grateful for our listeners. And thank you so much. How do you want to leave us here, Coach? Hey, listen, I'm going to leave you with, uh, I mean, really knock it out of the park, you know, this week. Knock it out of the park. Be open. Go get this thing. Um, 
we love you guys being a part of what we do. Um, hoodies, I just got word we will have them in our hand uh, next week. So uh, they'll be up on the website today. Uh, so excited about that. Anytime we drop new product, baby, you know, I get I get nuts because I can't wait to put it on because we have the best gear in the world. And uh, hey, so just remember, every day is game day and we'll catch you next week.